This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the clock is still ticking for Congress to end this latest threat of a government shutdown. Hundreds of pieces of equipment used by U.S. Special Forces are being put at risk. And though U.S. troops have left Afghanistan, federal contracting is still going on there. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The House will take up a single bill later this week that includes both a temporary continuing resolution and a debt limit suspension. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer say the bill will keep the government running through December of this year. They didn't give a specific date when the CR will expire, but the measure will include additional funding for Afghan resettlement efforts and disaster relief. Congress must pass some sort of short-term funding solution by September 30th to keep the government open. Two senators want to free up more than $1.5 billion in funding that has been sitting in the Treasury Department's account for a program that was terminated in 1998. Senators Maggie Hassan and Joni Ernst introduced a bill to close the U.S. Enrichment Corporation Fund and move the money into Treasury's general fund. The lawmakers want the money to go to reducing the federal debt. The money has been sitting in that fund since Congress disbanded the U.S. Enrichment Corporation and turned it into a private, non-government entity more than 20 years ago. A government watchdog says the Defense Department is not doing enough to combat fraud. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. The Army established its own civilian office to decide if the military should take legal action on sexual assault or harassment incidents. Each of the military branches are expected to create similar offices in the near future. The change takes power away from individual commanders who previously decided if legal action should take place. The policy stems from an independent review on sexual assault in the military, which found the commanders were not always taking proper steps to charge individuals accused of sex crimes. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. U.S. Special Operations Command is exposing hundreds of millions of dollars of specialized equipment to unnecessary risks of foreign influence. That's according to the Pentagon's inspector general, who says SOCOM failed to comply with a DOD policy that requires supply chain protection plans for nearly a decade. SOCOM is developing those program protection plans now, but does not expect to have them finished for another year. The Pentagon has a new proposal to work more closely with allied countries on critical supply chains. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency would take on apprentices under a bipartisan amendment submitted for the House Defense Authorization Bill. The idea is to create new pathways for cybersecurity service in the federal government at a time when it's competing with the private sector for scarce digital talent. The amendment would also create a cybersecurity training pilot program at the Department of Veterans Affairs for both veterans and current members of the armed forces transitioning to civilian life. The House is expected to debate the defense bill next week. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Air Force is proposing restructuring much of its portfolio in order to adjust itself for future combat. The service wants to retire three of its fighter platforms and one of its bombers. It wants to use that money to modernize its F-22 and F-16 fleets and pay to update its nuclear capabilities. The strategy might be a hard proposal since some lawmakers have been reluctant in the past to divest from legacy systems. Federal contracting continues in Afghanistan and the Pentagon is taking steps to ensure security of those performing it. Here's Federal News Network's Tom Temin. 
For the curious, historically, the government publishing office has digitized and put online the monthly catalog of U.S. government publications. It lists pretty much everything the government printed between 1895 and 2004. Visitors can find titles, authors, and dates of publications. Highlights include World War II rationing posters and old State Department diplomatic lists. It's one of several indexes GPO has digitized, some dating to late colonial times. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. Plans for a national secure data service are taking shape as a federal advisory committee drafts its annual report. The service would give approved researchers access to sensitive government data for statistical purposes. It's one of the few proposals Congress considered but did not include in the Evidence Act that passed in 2019. The Advisory Committee on Data for Evidence Building will submit its report to the Office of Management and Budget by the end of October. The House passed legislation in June that would authorize a national secure data service, but the bill is not making progress yet in the Senate. The Commerce Department is using its data to better understand how it's serving the public. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The electric vehicle company Workhorse Group is withdrawing its bid protest over USPS's award to Oshkosh Defense. Workhorse withdrew his complaint the day before oral arguments were scheduled before the U.S. Court of Federal Claims. The vendor argued its prototype was unfairly taken out of consideration over an accident caused by a USPS driver. But attorneys for USPS and the Justice Department say Workhorse didn't exhaust its administrative appeals options before filing the bid protest. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Tech companies, lobbyists, and other interested parties have until November 4th to provide their suggestions on how the Biden administration should approach risks in the information and communications technology supply chain. A new Federal Register notice asked for public comment on the administration's supply chain initiative. The Commerce Department and Department of Homeland Security have been tasked with producing a detailed report on the ICT supply chain by next March. The Veterans Affairs Department is beginning to reimagine its enterprise cloud in the form of a new contract vehicle. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us how. With a deadline to use the technology business management framework by the end of fiscal 2022 to manage IT costs, one area that needed some clarity is around the cost of the IT workforce. The CIO Council's Federal IT Management Community Practice is trying to solve that challenge by crosswalking the National Initiative for Cybersecurity Education, or NICE framework, with TBM. The group says by using the NICE framework, agencies can identify the labor workforce inside and outside of the CIO's office and provide business rules for calculating IT-specific labor costs from total labor costs. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. And agencies have a new tool to help them hire military spouses into positions within the federal government. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Those employees have until October 8th to either get vaccinated or request a medical or religious exception. Then the disciplinary process will kick in. VA Secretary Dennis McDonough. That will be a very clear process implemented at the supervisor and, and local level. Uh, the goal of which is to get people vaccinated, provision of education and so forth. But if at the end of that progressive discipline, they've still chosen to not get vaccinated or get an exemption, they will be separated from federal service. Nicole Grisco, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 
Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.